Hello and welcome to the Second Look Podcast. My name is Taylor Tollison and I work in the Domestic Outreach Department here at Second Press alongside Brian Lewis and Megan Rintoul. Uh, our department is basically engaged in trying to bring God's shalom uh, to the city of Memphis. Uh, and we're doing that by trying to carry out the, the mission of Second Press. Uh, that is by retelling the gospel in the city of Memphis, uh, also reimagining the way that the city might look if God's shalom, his peace was brought to bear uh, here in our city. And also we're trying to repair a lot of what's broken uh, in various ways throughout Memphis. So our department basically tries to align ourselves with this mission of Second Press uh, by working alongside our ministry partners here in Memphis, uh, many of whom our membership and uh, listeners have probably heard of, uh, volunteered alongside of, been engaged with for a number of years. Uh, So we want to work alongside them and learn from them, uh, find out ways in which we might be able to serve or engage. Uh, But also we want to try to mobilize our membership uh, into the the needs that these ministry partners alert us to. And we want to serve alongside them and uh, do our best to work with them. Uh, So today's podcast, we're actually going to look at a few things together. Uh, We're going to look back at the CityServe weekend back in September and, uh, and kind of get a, a little peek in and listen in to some of the panel interviews that happened. Uh, a handful of our pastors were able to, uh, to interview some different ministry partners from around Memphis. But in addition to that, we don't only want to, to look back and learn, we also want to look forward at the ways in which we might be able to serve uh, and continue to engage in the city of Memphis. So as we go back through each of these uh, panel interviews, we'll... Uh, We'll try to connect some of what they talked about there uh, to some tangible needs and, and actual opportunities uh, that our membership can engage in. But before we hear from our pastors on some of their key takeaways from their uh, panel interviews at CityServe, it's probably most helpful for us to remember uh, what the theme of the weekend was, which was, unless the Lord. Uh, in Psalm 127, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. In verse 2, it says, It is vain, or it is in vain, that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. I think this, these verses really kind of just uh, shift the paradigm on us. Uh, it's really easy when you're engaged in any sort of uh, evangelism or ministry uh, to really believe that your hard work is the thing that will make the difference. Uh, but these verses really helpfully remind us that that it's ultimately the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Shalom, uh, who uses our efforts. Uh, It's not that our efforts are useless, uh, but he uses our efforts um, to bring about his peace and to to bring about this shalom that we've been talking about. So what these verses really serve to do then is underscore the importance of prayer in our ministry efforts. Uh, Though we're going to list some different ministry opportunities people can engage in uh, and get involved with around the city of Memphis, The thing that we can all do is come before the Prince of Shalom, the Prince of Peace, Jesus himself, and ask that he would bring his peace uh, to bear on the city of Memphis. And you know, the amazing thing is that this Prince of Shalom paid the price of Shalom on the cross so that you and I might be vertically restored in our relationship to God and we might have peace with him. And this peace that he has now offered to us is, is, was never meant to just stay with us. It is now meant to be extended horizontally uh, to those around us. So we, as those who have received Shalom, now get the opportunity to extend it outwards to others. 
Um, so, so now as we think back uh, to these interviews, we're going to hear from our, our few of our pastors uh, and find out what their, some of their takeaways were as they were um, listening in at our ministry partners discussing uh, the, the different ways that our church can engage in relief efforts, um, first off. And then secondly, uh, the new challenges that the pandemic has brought uh, in the area of education of the children of Memphis. And thirdly, we'll hear about the, the economic impact that the, the pandemic has brought about uh, and find out some ways that we can uh, contribute uh, to, to serving some of those new needs that are there. So let's listen in at a couple of these interviews. We'll start first with Dan Burns and hear some of his takeaways, and then we'll hear from Brett Wynn and then from David Bowen um, on their takeaways from uh, the CityServe panel interviews. Well, what was fascinating to me, obviously, this occurred in September, month six of the COVID crisis. And as they shared, it was clear that they were facing many challenges and obstacles like all of us were. Uh, their ministries were facing financial crises and their people uh, were facing even greater challenges. But somehow, God didn't get the memo that he was supposed to shelter in place. And so while these ministries faced incredible hurdles, God was at work through them, and there were still families being served, kids being served. Uh, all the ministries had to do some sort of retooling. Uh, but, for example, neighborhood Christian centers, they just uh, increased uh, hugely the volume of food they were distributing in the early days of the crisis because that was the greatest need. But as the crisis continued, they all adjusted their ministries, uh, their ministry strategies and continue to see God working, caring for those in need, and mobilizing different people who are now available to meet some of those needs. Like uh, quite a few people from Second, from some other churches, volunteered to drive to deliver these the, both food and different supplies to different homes, which allowed them to meet people in their homes and, and begin to build a bridge. So as we said, that was Pastor Dan Burns, who was uh, recapping his panel interview at CityServe uh, that uh, interviewed partners uh, around our city who are engaged in relief efforts. And uh, it was encouraging to me to hear Dan speak of how God was still at work uh, in the middle of the time that we were uh, asked to shelter in place. Uh, and it was also encouraging to see how God was working through his people, um, specifically the members here at Second Pres, uh, who were willing to step in and serve and meet some of the needs around Memphis. There are actually a few more needs coming up now as we approach the holidays. And if you'd like to find out more about some of the ways that you can serve, uh, you can go to 2pc.org slash holiday service opportunities uh, to see a list of some of the ways that you can contribute to some of the ongoing needs. And specifically, there are a couple ways that we can come alongside the ministries that are engaged in the relief efforts that uh, Dan was just mentioning. In fact, NCC has yet another opportunity for us to uh, deliver some meals to those in need. And uh, we can uh, contact Pam Cox. Her email and phone number is listed on our website. And we can deliver food boxes uh, to doorsteps of families uh, who are in need during these holidays. And there's another opportunity to come alongside uh, Calvary Rescue Mission and Memphis Union Mission uh, and donate some warm clothing uh, to those who are in need throughout the holidays as well. So go over to our website as soon as you can and look at some of the details and find out ways that you can contribute. So next up, we're going to hear from Pastor Brett Wynn, who was um, the moderator for our panel on the educational efforts occurring around our city. So let's listen in now as Brett recaps some of his main takeaways from his panel. One of the biggest things I took away and was really impactful to me was how big 
of need we have in our city with education. You know, uh, Matthew 9, Jesus talks about how the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. I feel like this interview really highlighted that that passage. Uh, we know that our city has a big education need, uh, but especially we do now in the middle of our pandemic. As Brett and I talked, he pointed out that each of the panelists discussed the various challenges presented by virtual learning. In addition to that, the panelists also pointed out how the pandemic has intensified some of the educational challenges that have already been there. One of those challenges, as many of our listeners probably know, is getting students on the appropriate reading level um, by the second or third grade. One aspect of this challenge is ensuring that students get access to books uh, in their home. Unfortunately, um, as reported on a Rise to Read's website, 61% of students in low-income families have no books in the home. So one of the specific ways that we can contribute to this need and try to provide a book for those uh, who don't have one in their home uh, is we have partnered with Berkeley Elementary School for years now by providing a book for every single student at Berkeley Elementary uh, as a Christmas gift uh, at this time of the year. So if you would like to contribute to uh, wrapping and delivering some of these books, again, please go to our website to get more information about how you can contribute to that need. Now, lastly, we'll hear a brief word from David Bowen, uh, who was the moderator for our panel on the economic impact of the pandemic. So let's listen in as David discusses uh, how the panelists requested uh, that we pray for them and their struggles and in their attempts to do something about the economic challenges in our city, and also for a few other key ideas on how we might contribute. I came away with their answers ringing in my ears from that, that yes, prayer was something each one of the presenters mentioned as being key to their ministry. They, they all need our money, of course, and so we can, we can contribute financially, but they really did all say, and I don't think it was just, you know, that's the right thing to say. I think they really meant we could pray. And then the other thing that was uh, clear to me, each one of these ministries is located in a specific and particular place. And I think it was Carrie Moore who mentioned um, this phrase that she had heard, that there is theology in geography. And I thought that there's a lot of truth in that. So one clear, clear way for us to get involved is, is pick a neighborhood as much as pick a ministry and, and decide that's where I'm going to put in some time to try to help in that, in that neighborhood. If after listening to what David was just mentioning, you're looking for some ways to potentially contribute to a specific neighborhood uh, at this holiday season, uh, we would encourage you again to go to our website, 2pc.org slash holiday service opportunities, and look at ways that you can contribute in the Orange Mound neighborhood through Orange Mound Outreach Ministries. Uh, they're doing some great things there for some of the kids in their neighborhood. Or another neighborhood-specific opportunity is to come alongside uh, the, those with Refugee Empowerment Program in the Binghampton neighborhood and also provide provide some toys uh, for some kids there. If you want to contribute in a few other ways, in some ways that are more citywide, uh, there's some more Christmas gift opportunities through uh, Memphis Family Connection Center with the Red Tubs that uh, many of you are familiar with, uh, but also with Salvation Army Angel Tree and many other opportunities that if you want to, again, go to 2pc.org slash holiday service opportunities, you can find out more about ways to contribute. Thanks so much for joining us today. 